0: First episode of Boar Meets World, we are your hosts, I'm Kyle. I'm Steven, hi. Hi. In case that sounded familiar to you, you uh, you may recognize this from a certain wrestling podcast known as Roz Boar. A hit podcast about professional wrestling, the Hulk Hogan of the PWO. Yes. Uh, Probably one of the greatest descriptions ever. Yeah, I, I'm, I think so. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna if I read that i like, i'm I'm gonna listen yeah I'm like that's totally modest right there and now when you put in that the, the host from that show are doing another show I wanna oh. check that out big fan of those guys wow, that's quite a carryover <laughs> yeah sure yeah yeah um so what are we doing on this show um uh, this show is... what is Boar meets world well Boar meets world is a play on our other show, which is known as Raw is Boar, mm-hmm. and what we're going to be covering is the show known as Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Boar Meets World. Um, you want to give us a brief rundown of the show? Boar Meets Boy Meets World. Yeah. Boar Meets Boy Meets World. Yeah. Is that too long? Uh, dude, I'm, I'm going to level with you if I heard that. I'd probably turn it off right there. Yeah. Well, good thing they're already listening. They're hooked. <laughs> <laughs> They're hooked. Um, but What's the show about? Like, our show or no, Boy, Boy, Meets Meets Boy Meets World? No, Boy Meets World, because, you know, somebody... Oh, Boy Meets World. Come on, it's, it's been a minute since it was on television. Sure, like 18 years? Yeah, I mean, there's people that are listening to podcasts that are not old enough to remember this show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it recently hit Hulu. Finally, it's available to stream somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it did have a little resurgence, I guess, with a sequel show out there. Yeah. That was Girl Meets World. Strictly for... Uh, Not great. Yeah. For our pod, we are only going to be discussing Boy Meets World. Hey, we might get frisky at the end. Who knows? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> because after watching this first pilot, I was mm. already kind of like a little freaked out because I'm like, dude, I'm pushing 30 and I'm watching a show about an 11-year-old boy. Mm. How creepy does that sound when I say it to you? Um... Not very. Not very. Did you just watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Oh, that's a very solid point. I mean, come on. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You like the Goonies, stuff like that. I've never seen the Goonies. Hmm. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) It's not quite as good as Boy Meets World. Dare I say, my favorite TV show of all time. I mean, the best way to describe it is you love Boy Meets World. Yeah, I I guess that's the reason why we're doing this show in general. Yeah, because... Just just for my love, and I'm dragging you along. I had, um, I watched it Mm -hmm. growing up, you know. And it was just kind of one of those shows like, oh, it's entertaining to me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it didn't really have the impact on me like it seems like it has on you. Mm. That's fair. Where you're still watching it, you know, 18 years later. Mm Mm-hmm. And Almost you, on a you, yearly basis, I yeah. rewatch this entire show. And we're we're watching the pilot, and I look over at you, mm-hmm. and you are just so laser focused in <laughs> that I feel like if you were to take your you know your fist away from your mouth as you're watching, you're quoting every word that's coming out of the actor's <laughs> mouth. Well, maybe I'm a little focused because I'm actually going to do a show about it. Oh, no, okay, that's what it is. So sure, yeah, or I love it, and I can't take my eyes off of it. It's probably that one. Yeah. Um. We don't necessarily have a structure at this point. No. Got to figure it out as we go. Call it in the ring, as we would say on Raw and <laughs> yeah. Which you can check out over at Raw's on Twitter. We're on the iTunes and all that stuff over there as well. Uh, and if you're thinking that a wrestling podcast, how does that relate to a show about, you know, a ABC, you know, family comedy? Mm-hmm. Well... What? Ladies and Germs. Yes, tell us. Because I don't know where you're going. Two wrestlers on this show. One had a reoccurring spot. Mm-hmm. Vader. Yes. Also known as Big Van Vader. Mm-hmm. Was on there several times. That he was. And a uh, 90s wrestling icon known as Mankind. The hardcore legend. Yeah, was on was on the was on this show as well. So we kind of have a loose tie-in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's good enough for reason as any. I guess. I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if they're wondering, like, you know, how does this connect hmm. to your other show, other than you, like, using the word bore. <laughs> but, um... We love the word bore. I do. I love wrestling. I love Boy Meets World. Here we are. Yeah. Two loves connected. Yeah. Which is actually very fitting, considering the main theme of this first episode. Was it love? Well, it was about Romeo and Juliet, I felt like, and Feeny trying to teach about love Hmm. let's get into it okay so i saw you scribbling away over there Mm -hmm. far more than i was scribbling sure well i was just trying to give myself kind of an outline of what was going on in the show not necessarily points i wanted to talk about that's actually really smart thanks yeah because i was just like what am i going to talk about (laughs) things down that i would like to talk about uh my first thing we're, yep. op- we're opening up the show, right? Watching mm-hmm. the intro. Well, the intro doesn't start first. Well, it opens. Uh, we see Corey and Feeney yeah. getting into it like we're going to for the next seven seasons. Seven seasons. Um, You, you, f- you see the chemistry already? Um, I see Corey being a nuisance to Feeney mm-hmm. and Corey being like, oh, he's just trying to bring me down, you know, because he's the man. Yeah, he's a teacher, sure. Yeah. I'm in sixth grade. But uh, you know, I remember later seasons watching, and they definitely take on a more, mm-hmm. you know, friendly role as like mentor and. Sure. Escape. I don't want to get too far ahead of okay. everything since we're gonna go. But I guess that's just how the show develops. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, could could you not see that it going there from what you're seeing? I want to talk about the show as we go through, like kind of like this is the first time you're watching it, kind of deal. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? I got you. So don't don't skip ahead. Yeah, I mean we well there goes thirty minutes it of my, might happen, but my talking. Yeah. but whatever first my first impression um after watching the first i guess five minutes and then the opening intro is this show dated is it I kind of got that feeling yeah, tell me how um the way they're dressed well sure it's very or um very early 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, Ni- well, it was 1993. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just like, holy shit, I can't get over it. Can't get over you uh, breaking the PG rule already again. Did I really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're not going to be able to do this PG. Uh, that's out the window. Uh, okay. Maybe maybe that's okay. I don't know. Maybe uh, I mean, the, the F-bomb is the limit, maybe. I haven't read the rules on iTunes or anything, so who knows. Are, are we at capacity for our f cursing or shit drop yeah or f-bomb f-bomb well we haven't got an f f-bomb yet that was the first trial that oh, we my decided bad. to restart I can't keep track of my <laughs> awful sailor mouth over here but yeah is it dated i mean i, I think guess it, i think yes and no yeah. i mean it's um what is that 93 2018 mm-hmm. that's like 21 years no, 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 apparently not at I, all. Apparently, Feeney needs to teach me math over here. I'm um, 27 that. years. Is it? No, not even <laughs> close. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Well, gosh. at least the lesson for this episode, Kyle learns math. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it might be the title. 25.
1: It's 25. Oh, that Oh, that's
0: it? awful. Because my brother's birthday. He was born in '93. <laughs> it's be tomorrow. Tw- happy yeah. birthday! He'll Zach. be yeah. Happy birthday. Zach, hopefully we get hit him on in an episode of this one day. Yeah, shout out to the, you know, to the birthday boy on the pilot episode. At um, the nasty on Twitter, hit him up. Is that D A nasty or? I think it's uh, the T H oh. E. T H am pretty sure, but proper grammar. Th- d- don't quote me on it. Okay. Um. Yet yeah, dated, sure, maybe, but at the same time, no, because I think all. The things that happen and the lessons and everything are always going to be relevant, right? Because these are something that I never picked on watching as a kid. Is that they're actually trying to teach you lessons in the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's goofy. It's a sitcom. It's mainly for kids right now, at least. Yeah. But at the same time, well, I mean, there's always some adult jokes interest, right. I- well, inserted into kid shows. It was a primetime show. Yeah. You know, it was. Generate it for, you know, mass appeal. Mm -hmm. But uh, as we go on, I think it'll get better. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I like the later seasons a lot more than... Yeah, me too. But there's there's still some good in season one and two, but we'll get to that later. All right. Okay. Uh, What about the third friend? That that was like my first note. Yeah, he's like number... uh, never mind we've already established i can't count on this episode (laughs) oh he's number four who's the third kid who is the third kid i have no idea i don't remember what his name was in this episode is this like his only episode uh probably at the beginning they tried to make there be three of them Mm -hmm. but that didn't pan out and we'll get to that later on i'm sure but yeah there he was and probably goodbye Also, um, I noticed the absence of a very popular character and one of the main cast, actually. Topanga? Yeah, she did not premiere in this episode. She did not. I believe she shows up episode 4 That late to the game, huh? Yeah. And then I think she's gone for a minute after that as well. She was only a um, guest star initially. You know, Danielle wasn't supposed to be Topanga. Really? Yeah. But she got it. She got it. We're skipping ahead though. Yeah. Wow. Um, sorry. Okay. Um so the kids are talking about how late they stayed up the night before. This is the morning at school. Yeah. What'd you think about that scene? Just kinda like just kids talking. Hmm. I feel like I'm Could you could you not relate at that, all or Well, it's just if you're in the sixth grade, are you, are you bragging about how late you stayed up the night before? No, I'm just trying to keep quiet so I can go home. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I was different than most kids. Which, yeah, I, I would say so different <laughs> than most adults as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, then after that, we get to the opening credits, which is the worst of the entire series run, I think. Yeah, The man, I'm talking about clothing. I man, God, it sounds like I'm bashing the show mm-hmm. but the clothing and but that synth in the opening is just kind of like it's cringy mm-hmm. you're just kind of like it, oh. it, I feel like it's going to get pretty annoying for you as, as the it's like next season or two goes on yeah because it's two seasons I believe so okay until it changes but Ooh, boy. it changes two more times so okay be alright We'll get to the famous song eventually. All the later seasons with the yeah. Boy, I can't wait. So then we're learning about Romeo and Juliet in class with Mr. Feeney here. Mm-hmm. Corey's a little too busy listening to the baseball game. Right. On his, on his little Walkman thing. It wasn't even a Walkman, I guess. No, it, it was a just CD, like a little radio thing. Yeah. Maybe a tape player. I don't portable know. Portable FM radios. Mr. Feeney ain't having none, none of that. No, whatsoever. Not in his classroom. Mm. It's all about education. All right. So refrigerators running. <laughs> Percolating over there. Um, help me out, where I'm at. Uh, uh, Feeney. Feeney. Uh, baseball. Yeah. He teases them, yeah. you know. It's like, I'm gonna tell you what's happening, then pulls the plug out and they're all pretty bummed. So they're all super into baseball right now. Which is strange, considering that uh, I feel like baseball isn't near as big as it used to be. Uh, was it huge in 93? I even feel like then football was taking the uh, taking the reins. Mm. It was America's pastime. But oh, I remember back in the day, like, Mark McGuire and stuff, like that kind of stuff being hot when he was, like, getting all the home runs or whatever. Yeah, and uh, him and Sammy Sosa, right? Sure. I, I don't remember. Yeah. And Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. when he played for the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched a little baseball. I mean, we know actually. sports. Here, here We look. have a wrestling podcast. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a real sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they love baseball right now, which goes away eventually as well. But it's kind of interesting to see how much they really care about baseball, and the, at least the season. I think it's like his obsession. Corey's obsession. Baseball. Yeah. The Phillies. Then that's just totally dropped. Um, yeah, you, f- you find that a lot with, like, older shows is that there's c- a lot more continuity errors mm-hmm. than there are today. But maybe that goes hand-in-hand hand with another lesson that I learned in this episode. Is that about love, Steven? Well, it's not about love. It's more like um, when the mom, Amy told Corey about how you get older and your priorities change do you have some kind of real world story to share with us uh, perhaps but we're getting too far along okay. in the show we'll, we'll circle back okay I was just trying to tie in that loose end right now gotcha uh, duh, duh, duh. so we're back to Romeo and Juliet hmm. Trying to, trying to figure out the power of love here yeah. basically that's what Feeney's getting at. Corey's only 11. That's what he says. What do you think? He <laughs> ain't got time for that. <laughs> okay. It's all about those Phillies getting into the World you Series. Look, you look so lost when I look at you. Really? Yeah. You know, I have that problem a lot at work, too. Hmm. Like, it's just... I just look overwhelmed or lost or... Okay. Yeah. Um. So, anything to say about the Romeo and Juliet scene? Anything? Um, I was more of a King Lear fan mm-hmm. in high school. Well, they're not even in high school; they're in middle school. Yeah, sixth grade, man. Well, it seems very, um, very—I don't know—cliche mm. to me. That seemed a little heavy for sixth grade. Yeah, or, or at that, least how Feeney was teaching it. I think. Well, you gotta think of where we went to school. Mm. You know, I mean, good point. We might be a little. Further back than Pennsylvania, (laughs) when it comes to the Uh, educational standards, perhaps. So (laughs) I didn't hear about Romeo and Juliet till twelfth grade, (laughs) if I made it that far. (laughs) far. Uh, Okay, so we're leaving the classroom and we're finally at the Matthews household, and we meet Eric for the first time, older brother Eric. Wow, man. Yep. Totally tame compared to what I remember. It's a completely different Eric. Yeah. From what he turns into I know. when he's just ridiculously dumb. I didn't recognize him. Didn't recognize him even looks. I mean even the looks. I was like, that's not my that's Cause not my Eric. Because he get a little chunkier later and longer no. hair or. No, he didn't get chunky. Did he not? I don't think he did. Uh-huh. He start wearing those '90s baggy clothes. Yeah, you're gonna you have know. to rewatch the show. I guess so. Especially for this show. <laughs> I guess. Uh so he's taking a he's got a date. Yeah. Kinda interferes with Corey and Eric's plans for yeah. Friday night. But uh, Well they're they're at two different um developmental points in their life. Mm-hmm. you know? Corey is, you know, getting ready to be a preteen. He doesn't care about girls, he cares about sports and doing fun things with his friends. Sure. Eric's at that stage in life, he's sixteen. Mm-hmm. Sophomore in high school, all about the ladies, man. Oh yeah. So, when'd you start noticing ladies? Noticing ladies? Yeah. Oh god. That's a toughie. You go first. I think probably about sixth, about grade. sixth grade. Sixth huh? grade. I, I I dropped sports early for. Uh, probably. Yeah, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, remember, remember some crushes in fifth grade. Okay, so intellectually, we're behind Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. but emotionally. Yeah, way ahead. Way ahead. We're like women. Yeah. (laughs) Girl means world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, Corey and Eric were supposedly going to go to this baseball game come Friday night. Right. Eric gets a date. He's taking her instead. Corey's a little upset. How do you feel about that? Uh, About what? Dumping or... Whose shoes th- am I in? Um, you're just looking at it from like a third person point of view. Brother promised you a, you know, seat at the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he decides to take his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Well, you're asking me as if I'm in. I'm asking you shoes to look now. at first and third. Okay, first well, third and third. Third person. being like, is it the wrong thing to do? Because mm-hmm. you know. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah, but I understand Corey's problem with it, of course. Yeah. This, this is a pre-planned thing. Yeah. So it seems. He feels slighted. Yeah. Which, uh, when I was watching it, initially I was kind of taken aback by like his parents being like, yeah, that's that's his tickets. Mm-hmm. Eric can do whatever he wants with them. Yeah. But, you know, we sit down to do his pot, and I'm thinking about it over and over, and stop me if I'm getting ahead of whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. But like um, they're actually teaching Cory a very good lesson right here—that mm-hmm. things do not go as planned. No, they a- do not in and life. Life's no. tough. Get a helmet. Yeah. Whoa. No, that's from Boy Meets World as well. Is it? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that thing you want to say for risk of a? Huh? You don't say. Or no? What was it? Huh? That's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, huh? That's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Huh? That's cool. Um, You said you were taken aback by this Yeah The I parents see. reaction yeah, I was like Because like Is it too real? Like it's I, I feel like the show As goofy as it is It has Some realism to it Especially the Like relationships And how the parents are involved And I don't know My parents were never really involved With my relationships mm. Okay Sure And your relationships? Yeah That's not what I mean Well okay sure it's About the Eric thing yeah, But, like, I could see the mom, a mom being like, oh, cool. She said, yeah, good for you. And the dad, like, hey, he paid his money for it, so deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this seemed like real parents to me. I guess I was always yeah. taken aback by how different my parents were from television parents. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I mean, this is the only episode, and they were only in, like, two scenes. Yeah, you don't night. really get a good gauge of them as people. Or but, parents. but of course I'm seeing ahead I uh, know I'm not supposed to but yeah. I don't know I th- I think they're a little more real than most TV parents I'll tell you right now the most real parents I've ever seen on television mm-hmm. is married with children really I'm just kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least for your household yeah my sure. household that's relatable like, like now that I'm watching it to diverge for just a little bit mm-hmm. now that I'm watching it now I'm picking up on all these things my dad used to do mm-hmm. I'm like holy fuck my dad would Oh, I did it again. Yeah, it's the first first F-bomb of the oh, show. Oh, gosh. I am so sorry, listeners, if you are of the PG persuasion. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just watching Al Bundy, and I'm like, oh, my God, my dad is Al Bundy. Sure. But, anyways, going back he to He sells shoes and um, no. ha- has a woman-hating organization. <laughs> that one might be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and now we find out Feeney. Is Corey's neighbor. Right. It's the first time we find that out. God, can you imagine how much that would suck? Um, I guess it would depend on the teacher, but if it's the one I have basically for the rest of my life, like Corey does, yeah. not so great. Well, I mean, from his point of view, he just sees it as like Feeney's, you know, an obstacle. Sure. He's going to rat on him, everything he does. Obviously, yeah. he already did with the detention thing, another thing that could have ruined his baseball game going experience. Until this girl got in the way, yeah. yeah, um, I noticed your face when uh Corey said that he earned these tickets because he slept with Eric for the past eleven years. That's just me not being innocent anymore, <laughs> which I wish I could get back to, well, maybe on this journey down this road that we call life, well, I don't yeah. You know, that's what when, we're doing. When this boy meets world, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You'll get it back. I don't know, man. Or, you I, know, a l- little bit. You I, know? C- I can't even watch my mouth for s- s- twenty three s- minutes. See life through a different set of eyes, perhaps. Maybe. Um. But yeah, you, you looked a little repulsed by that statement. I was just like, ooh, slept with his brother, man. Uh, yeah, that's nasty. But obviously, that's not. So what it's meant an, at an older all. brother. It's a younger brother. They sh- share the same bedroom. Yeah. Um, so he's, so he's had to deal with Eric his entire life, basically. Basically. Well, not even basically, like for real, if he's sleeping with him for like 11 years, (laughs) he's in there when he was in the crib. Literally, yeah. I mean, I guess. I feel bad for Eric at that point. Yeah, he's like five years old, man. He's ready to get out in the world on his own. Yeah, and, and this baby's crying in its little baby bed all day. I would dish him for a girl with the Philly, uh, Baseball. Yeah. The Philly show. T- I said Philly show. You know, because it's a band. It's not a baseball team. The Phillies gig, bro. Um, So next we saw that uh, Feeney might be getting a little action, too. Well, he had a date. Did he? Yeah. Well, not yet. Well, no. I'm, I'm talking about in the lunch room. Yeah. He invites her over to sit with him and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, Corey's up in his treehouse. Because he's moved out of the house in protest over Eric, mm-hmm. deciding to take a girl instead of him. Yeah. And he catches a glimpse into his neighbor's window. hmm And what does he see, Stephen? Okay, so he saw the teacher, the female teacher, hanging out with Feeney at school, so this leads him to believe that they might be shacking up. He gets a phone call. I don't think he knows anything about shacking up. <laughs> <laughs> like See, Feeney gets a phone call from his treehouse, and he looks all sad. You know, he's obviously set out two plates and yeah. whatnot. Now he's putting the other plate back. thought that was a really good scene, by the way, with the how it was silent it was. and you know, Feeney. And plus it shows... Uh, Wonderful acting. Yeah, f- for we'll, a silent scene. We'll get into Feeney, because mm-hmm. um, he's definitely a special thing about this show. Oh, definitely. But, um, man, it also goes to show, like, kids watching that, you know, teachers are people, too. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's, you know. Sometimes you don't find that out, I think. No. In a way. No. I mean, obviously, when you're older, I guess. That kind of comes to you. But as a kid, it's like you just see this person, like, a couple hours a day. And they do their teacher thing. Yeah. They're an authority figure, and. They're telling me to stay awake and do homework. Yeah, they're more of an object than an actual person. Yeah. In your mind, yeah, and in real life, yeah, <laughs> fake, authority, fake, no. Um, this is one thing I wanted to bring up about him staying in his treehouse, and his mom brings him like dinner, mm-hmm. Go ahead. In a bag, a brown bag, and there's like barbecue chicken and cake, and like I think she said other stuff. That's one clean-looking bag <laughs> that was in this little brown yeah. lunch bag. And did you see that thing he pulled out. it wasn't a chicken leg okay mm. that was like full on ham hock or something <laughs> it was as big as his head I just thought that was kind of funny that with all that supposed to be in that little bag yeah continuity man sure you wouldn't have questioned that stuff back in the 90s you would have got home after making would have rushed home from the, yeah. the school bus ready for boy meets world exactly well it came on at night no right. well I mean on the reruns oh okay fair enough fair enough during the Disney days Disney days mm after school, they had Smart Guy, Boy Meets World. I did like me some Smart Guy. Yeah, just great, great lineup. Uh, Brotherly Love. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might have to do a show about that. Brotherly Love. Yeah. There's only two seasons, man. That's all you need. It's good though. It's um, but, 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 but. Yeah, dinner. He's watching them. Sees a real person. Corey's. Decided to sneak back in yeah. his house. He needs needs a fresh set of undies. <laughs> his mom busts him. Funny little exchange there, talking about who's, who's stealing my boy's undies. And he's like, who else would want my undies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this leads to the previous lesson I was talking about with her. Uh, or Corey said he was abandoned by Eric for this girl, for the game. Yeah. She's like, well, you did it to your dad. And he's like, what? Hold on. I don't recall hurting my father. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he said it, too. Watch the show. <laughs> and she says, as you get older, priorities change. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that. I think I can relate to that, of course. Can't you? The <laughs> lesson was never learned for you. <laughs> Dude, just watching the show, I'm like, Holy crap, my development was so shunted. But... Yeah, take that in. Uh yeah, well... No, I'm well, I can see that. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I mean... I think I'm still kind of understanding that, in a way. Getting it, you know? Priorities changing? Yeah. Well, we're kind of going through it right now, I feel like. hmm You know, we're not kids anymore, but... You know, all through our early 20s who hung out, mm-hmm. you know, often. Sure. And it's just because we had time, but now we have, you know, you have your significant others. Mm-hmm. You have other obligations you have to meet. You know, priorities do change. Yeah. And then, you know, even with family, it's like with the, you know, he used to hang out with his dad, you know. Yeah. And as you go through life. It's like, how am I going to make time for every friend I hang out with, my family, Yep. The girlfriend. Yeah. Whatever. You know? There's just not enough time. No. But there is enough time to record an episode of Boar Meets World. Yes, there is. <laughs> you can always find time for the things you do I really was on my way to. to the gym and then you called and I was like, Well, I've got to record. Oh my god, I'm sorry I yeah, stopped just... you from your personal development. That's uh, okay. You wanna yeah. go after this? Uh no. Gotta work in the morning. Oh, okay. So You don't think it'll help you sleep? Um probably make me feel real bad tomorrow be a little sore yeah and work already makes me sore enough oh okay yeah i i stand at my job i do too actually oh really (laughs) yeah good for you crazy right (laughs) with all those years of being on my feet anyways probably a lot of pacing with your job i would imagine (laughs) yeah we should probably just do a pod exclusively about this (laughs) name changes and whatnot yeah Yeah, definitely oh god that'd be good anyways back to this priorities changed um, this takes us to the, the tension that Corey had to get because he was listening to the Phillies baseball game in class a couple of scenes ago. If you're keeping up, I know Kyle's not. I'm not keeping up with him listening to the game during Feeney's lecture on Romeo and Juliet. There you go. His blue, Kyle's on top of it. His blue little Kyle's going to kill it on this show. Yeah. I can tell already. I don't know. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Um. Detention. Detention. What did you think about the tension scene? Um, You know, he gave off the uh, the vibe that he was not there, you know, in his mind. He was kind of just thinking about the night before. At least that's what I got the impression. Okay. And Corey is trying to get him to acknowledge him there, and he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been here 38 minutes. He's trying to go scalp some tickets, man. Like, yeah. Or get some tickets from a scalper, I guess. But... Whoa, almost exited off this. Whoa! Don't do that. We, we're, uh, we're deep. <laughs> that was close. But, um... And then he walks out. Mm-hmm. Feeney has no reaction to him dancing, uh, says he's leaving. Leaves the classroom entirely. Yeah. Shuts the door behind him. Feeney's like, right, yeah. I'm grading papers over here. Yeah. I'm getting my work done. I don't care. Um, I actually pre- would prefer if Mr. Matthews would leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can we just talk about how... No, we'll finish this first and we'll get okay. into it. Um, he comes back in. Mm-hmm. Feeney has... He's frustrated. Sure. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to teach you something. What and do you teach him? Start talking about love. Mm-hmm. What it means. Mm-hmm. But what well, else? I to say something? I was hoping you'd take over because I'm drowning over here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I only had the uh, the attention, love is aces. That's what I wrote down. Oh, love love (laughs) is aces? Um, He describes it being a powerful motivator Mm -hmm. for things, if I'm recalling it correctly, because we just watched it like 10 minutes ago. Some people killed for it. Some people prepare salads. Right. That's what he said. But it's a driving force. Mm Mm-hmm. What you will... um, What's the line? It's the greatest aspiration of life or something. Yes. um, is the most greatest aspiration in life is love. There you go. Which got me thinking, and it could be because, you know, I like to think that I'm 99% sure, or if she's listening, 100, (laughs) that, uh, you know, I found that person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just have different aspirations, but you know, like love doesn't seem like to me it's the greatest aspiration of all life. So really, yeah. I, I mean, I think overall it is, unless you're some crazy person like you and you care more about God, God, I mean, work or My crazy is gonna whatever. come I, out. I don't know what show. your aspiration is. I don't know. Either. You want to say it now? I have no idea. Want to reveal it on this podcast? Maybe we'll figure it out at the end. Yeah, good. We'll all learn a lesson yeah. throughout the show. I think. Well, what What do you think? Do you think it's that end all, be all motivator? It's definitely on the tippy tops. So? It's like top three, you know. Well, what's, what's because that? nobody wants to be alone. Nobody, or even not even a relationship thing with just love from friends or Acknowledgement. family. Acknowledgement. I don't. I don't even think that's what the real lesson is about. Like a. Relationship, love, just oh, okay. love from anyone. Right. Well, in that case, then yeah, it's it's up there for sure. Yeah, I think so. For normal folk, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you trying to jump into, uh, Feeney? Okay. Can we just talk about like how eloquent he is with his speech? Mm-hmm. He seems like so, a British man. Like yeah, so intelligent. When really, you know, people kind of. You know, drop a deuce on, high you know, like required school teachers, like K through twelve. Mhm. Primary school teachers, I guess that's what you call them. You think he was in the the wrong field, perhaps? Uh, um. Just based on how he acts, how if, he speaks. <laughs> yeah, if I'm watching this and I'm seeing like how like burnout he appears to be and frustrated with Corey mm-hmm. and stuff. And the way he speaks, it seems like he didn't actually hit where he wanted to hit mm. in life. You know what I mean? Sure. But as we see in later episodes, he does move up the ladder. Just keeps going. Yeah. Just follows Corey. Which is actually kind of creepy. <laughs> right Wherever he goes. Um, Corey moved back in. Yeah. He tried to sneak back in. little sister gave him up. What what do you think about the little sister scenes? Um seems like she's there for some one liners, very uh full house ish. That's exactly what I was gonna say. They they name drop full house in this episode. Mm-hmm. And then Which had to be killing it in ninety three, right? Oh god, rolling. Firing an yep. all cylinder. <laughs> and um I feel like she was put in place in the show. Just to to be the Michelle, we've got our token Michelle, yeah, yeah. And you know, some of these things in the show kind of feel underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Well, we are talking about a pilot. That's true. We are. This is the pilot episode of Bore and Bore and Boy Meets World. Bore and Bore and Boy. And, yeah. Bore and Bore and Boy. We are the podcast law form of law form. <laughs> <laughs> See. Fuck you for trying to make fun of me. Whoa, yeah. that's number two. Well, you oh, that's your you're first already, one though. You already screwed it up. Yeah, that's nah. screwed it up. Oh. I can, I can do it. I haven't cursed all day. I know. I was really proud of you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, bore, bore, and boy. Call bore us. Bore and bore and boy <laughs> at one eight hundred. We'll settle all disputes you have about ninety sitcoms. 1-800-BOY-BOR. bore, we will know Oh, geez. So, yeah, he moves back in. There's a nice little, you know, Corey and Dad moment. Mm, tender moment. Yeah. Um, Eric gets back, and he had a bad, bad day at that baseball game. He feels like he did. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we all probably thought we did at his age. Mm, no. Sixteen, no, you never had a bad date. Yeah. <laughs> you just fucking killed it every time. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can and see that. I was I was not single my entire teenage life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you didn't have dates, but so. Pretty much no. So I didn't have to date. I was just like, Bam, there it is, finished. Yeah. Finito. Steady. <laughs> steady is this ship of Kyle. Very good. Um and this leads to Corey kind of learning but not about love in the sense of he makes Eric call her try to get another date yeah um take her to a movie he says you don't have to talk and that's that's the kind of skills you have right now I feel like Corey's always kind of a little smarter than he actually plays in the show sometimes yeah he's more of a clown Mm mhm but he's smart but maybe not at school or is this lazy? Lazy. Yeah. I would definitely say he's lazy, and even though he wasn't really flushed out at all in the show. Shawn, Mr. Hunter? Yeah. Yeah. We, ha- we had a section we wanted to call strong quote. It's our favorite Sean <laughs> Hunter quote, but he only had like two lines this entire episode. Yeah. So I, was, I didn't get one. I was a little bummed. Yeah. He did have a pretty good like quick wit comeback, though, when they're like, look, she's... Eating with Feeney, and he was like, she must be new. <laughs> or something like that, just ragging on Feeney. But going back to what you said, like, Corey is smarter than he, pret- he pretends to be. Mm. Now we're having tea. Yeah. Tea time with the little sister. mm mm-hmm. Token Michelle. Yeah. Corey tells her to always invite him for tea. And then he's always going to be her big brother. Oh. Which is another thing about, you know, priorities. I feel like the priorities thing was the biggest lesson this episode, at least for me. Definitely, not love. Because, but I mean, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. I well, don't know. love becomes like almost the central thing of this show once more characters are introduced. Mm-hmm. But the priority thing is pretty big. Yeah, it's like always invite me. He might not come. Yeah, but but yeah, at least try. Try to keep my priorities in line for you. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this episode, and maybe the entire show, is this quote right here. Go for it. From Corey. He says, I don't understand anything about my entire life. It just sets the premise for the whole show, right? Yeah, I think so. Boy meets world. Yeah. Um, And then after... You know, we get a fake closing and then real closing. Feeney actually sets up a date with said lady in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Realize, or, you know, it comes to our attention that it was for his sister, not her. So this is a real date now. And again, Feeney asks Mr. Matthews if he's confused. And he says, yep. And he said, as it should be. How confused are you guys going to be next time? I'm confused all the time. Yeah. So, Which is the way it should be, apparently. Exactly. Are we done? I mean... Did you have something to say? No, I've, I've, <laughs> I've hit every point. All right. Well, that was the pilot talking about the pilot. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week. Sounds good for episode two of season one of Boy Meets World. That's right. Thanks for listening to Boar Meets World. Check us out over on the Twitter at Boar Meets World. Very nice. Thanks. See you. Bye.